everyone. Welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities, which is a church in the Tri-Cities, Washington. And we just talk about random stuff and what we talked about on Sunday. And my name is Megan, and with me is Brent. Hi, guys. How's it going? And we're in the middle of a relationship series, which is always fun. I thought you killed it yesterday, personally. Crushed it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> I need to. It's Mother's Day. You got to do it for the moms. You know. I what know. I, mean? I also love that it wasn't a Mother's Day, right? Sermon. Exactly. <laughs> it was just part of our series. Just part of our series. Yeah. At the very end, I was like, you know what? Your mom wanted this. Yeah. You're like, oh, and uh, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> did you go get a massage in the uh, no, lobby afterwards? I didn't. Uh, you're too busy, probably. Well, I just I got distracted too. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. I did well. eat some of the candy though. Yeah. Also caught a few men. Absolutely, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Good grief. Although, to be fair, after, I will say I tried them, mm-hmm. after everybody had left, those limoncello almonds, Yeah, they're at Costco right now, apparently. That's where she got them. <laughs> Holy Toledo. Those yeah. are dangerous. I know. Their chocolate-covered almonds are good dangerous, grief. but those ones are really good. Man. Mm-hmm. How was your Mother's Day? It was good. Yeah? Just chilled with my parents. Yeah? Yeah. They like, oh, they have a new neighbor across the street, and my dad has... <laughs> My dad is randomly like that awkward neighbor guy that goes and talks to you unwantedly and <laughs> just like introduces himself. Oh, he would to love my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's just getting worse and worse as he gets older. Yeah. But um, so he, she was like, Oh, I looked out. I was about to leave my parents' house and I looked out and she was like being taught how to work the lawnmower by this man who was with her. She's not very young either. She's like probably in her 50s or 60s. But maybe oh, like maybe like that's the f- cold. You don't know this audience. No, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. But like, I think maybe this is her first time being responsible for that kind of yeah, stuff yeah, in yeah. the house. Anyway, and uh, so I was like, oh, she's like, it was very obvious she was being taught how to use this lawnmower. And then I see my dad like walk across the window, and my mom and I were like, no, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Apparently there was some garbage he was picking up off the oh, lawn. Oh, got it. But we were like, just be a normal person and spy on your neighbor through your window. Right. Come on. Come on. That's <laughs> what we all do. That's so, great. Yeah. Did you get your mom anything for your mother's day? Um, I made her ice cream. Nice. Homemade ice cream? Mm-hmm. And what flavor? Vanilla. Oh, perfect. <laughs> why would you experiment? Why <laughs> Why risk? She asked. That's what she asked for. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I was like, I could put chocolate my chips dad in made... it. I could put something else in it. She was like, no, I just want vanilla. Yeah. We went over to my parents' house and my dad made ice cream as well. So we yeah. had a little, little ice cream. Does he have like cream. a really, he's does he have an electric one? An or... old electric one. Like oh, literally okay. it's like, looks like an old barrel. Does he have to got... put rock salt yep, in? rock salt oh, yeah. and all the good stuff. Mine's, fian- mine's like Classic. new. It has the, um, the like freezer bowl that lives in your freezer and then yeah. you stick it on the machine and it just turns. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I got Kylie a uh, a mug that she wanted. She talked about it a few months back. Um, it's got all these birds on it, uh, but the, all the birds have very dirty names. <laughs> and it's it's by a brand called Foul Mouth. Uh, Foul, uh-huh, I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. Um, and it feels like all of the bird like there are some fancy names for birds that mm-hmm. are very dirty. I'm pretty sure it's a bunch <laughs> of old ladies sitting. Sipping Chardonnay and coming up with names that could either double for their ex-husband or dirty birds, right? And so, well, the ex-husbands probably are dirty birds. Probably, so. absolutely. Um, 
So she she's very like she's into puns and and loves that kind of stuff. And so uh, she did not bring it to church yesterday, and I, <laughs> I think she forgot it. No, she's bringing oh, it. She's bringing it. Well, I'm excited. It's coming. So. Next time that you see her in the lobby and she's holding a bird mug, make sure you read some of the oh, names of those sure. birds because yeah. that'll be the best laugh you've had for the day. <laughs> so she was super, super thrilled about yeah. it. It was a good Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, she also got a um, a little take-home material from Grayson this week Yeah. because um, he's our six-year-old. And they do the whole, the teacher asks the kids questions about the mom and then write it in the blank, right? So oh, okay. what's your mom's name? My mom's name is Kylie. How old is she? 26, yeah. which she loved. <laughs> Kylie loved it, right? Um, what does she look like? She's got blonde hair and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What's her favorite color? What's her favorite food? Um, what does she do for work? And in par- <laughs> it literally in parentheses with the teacher's handwriting, it says, she doesn't have a job. In parentheses, right? Uh-huh. To, to which we are confident. Like, we know her, his teacher. Like, uh-huh. she's one of our friends. So... It's so funny. Like, I guarantee Ms. Brantley was like, no, but like, maybe, what do you, do you think maybe raising four kids and staying <laughs> home? Like, do you think that you're little, raising your little baby brother, that, that that's kind of a full-time job? And I'm sure Grayson was like, no, put it down in parentheses. She doesn't have a job. Yeah. Next question, Miss <laughs> Brantley. Next question. So funny. We were dying last night when, when we were looking at it. Yeah. Going, Good grief, this kid. It's misogynist kid. He's he's a hoot. Oh, dude. The she posted something about him like smelling rosemary, and then he was like asking, Which one's this mom? And she goes, Oh, that's rosemary. And he goes, I know its name, but what is it growing? <laughs> what does she grow? <laughs> so funny. We got them a uh we got them one of those inflatable bouncies. Oh, nice. Um, and it's got like a water slide thing, so it's like the pool's down. And we uh we knew going into summer. Uh, our yard. We just wanted to have something that they would come up to. So we we set it up for them um, so that on Friday, it got delivered like Thursday night. Friday when they got off the bus, it was up and running and they got off the bus and all their friends are there and it's the weekend. And so they are just thrilled. I mean, it was like Disneyland, man. They're like <laughs> changing in the garage because they could, didn't want to go inside and waste the time to go up to my room, the privacy of my room, to yeah. change into my swimsuit. I, he, Grayson would have done it in the, in the stinking yard if we would have let him. Um, so anyways, they go and they're they're playing in this thing. And our you've been to our house. Yeah. Our house is like right on the like the front entrance of the neighborhood as that as you're coming in so like everybody everybody passes by our house to go wherever they're going to mm-hmm. be right and uh so after about 10 or 15 minutes it was like a magnet like all of these little kids started walking <laughs> over and they're already like in their swimsuits going hey what, what do you got going over here what's is this uh is this something that's open to the public or yeah. <laughs> and uh so by the end of like by let's see the bus drops off at like four o'clock by 4 30 we had about 30 kids in our yards going down this <laughs> inflatable bouncy house and grayson and joby were loving it man yeah. they're living the dream so nice. it was it was a good day it was like a proud parent moment you're like proud yes. parent moment we're like how do we get like three of these things so that there's like <laughs> options for these kids because well, they're running into each other at that yeah. point and you're uh-huh. like good grief what are we gonna do but yep it was uh, overall a great Mother's Day um, and a good weekend. And yeah, we did. We did uh, week three of our, our series, our relationship series. Stuff your significant other needs to hear. Um, pretty funny because after uh, afterwards, several people w- would say things like, man, this is like, my husband couldn't be here today, but I really, this was like, <laughs> God, right up the alley for him. And they're like, they would say like, I know it's ironic because that's the name of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyways, that's always... 
Yeah. That's why we named the series the way that we because named it. Because it literally happens to you every relationship every week. series. Yeah, every relationship <laughs> series. So it's always fun. Uh, we talked uh, a little bit about listening. Um, I shared one of my favorite stories I've ever heard uh, about a little girl reading the wrong verse. Um, and that is an authentically true story. Um, and the best part about it was I had already had most of my message written. And it fit like I didn't have to force fit. I have to be like, all right, this is a really good story. I've got to like change some things up. I like it was like perfect. And I, I didn't find out about it until Saturday that it got sent out on a text string. And I was like, I, this is this needs to be incorporated. I can't I cannot let this sit and fester because it's too good. So, yeah, especially like the verses that she. <laughs> yeah. First John four versus John four. And you and I made comments off off. Uh, Camera, whatever this is, <laughs> off microphone. Um, about why why wouldn't they just either the mom intervene or give them the sheet of paper? And I said the reason is they probably wanted that little. They wanted a Bible. They wanted the the visual of like this book. Here's this ten year old reading from this King James version giant book that looks great for the pictures, <laughs> and you know yeah, it's all like, about image stuff. Print in that it one. out and paste it on a page Absolutely. so it looks like you're reading out the Bible, but it's, you're reading the verse yeah, that you actually want the them to It's the same reason reading. people want their pastor to have a Bible in the pulpit. Yeah. Like I want a, I want a Bible in the pulpit. That, so I bring mine up with me, and I told you I open it to Ezekiel because yeah. that's like where the Bible opens up to, <laughs> and then I preach from Matthew. So that's how it works, guys. Never looking at what's actually on there, but I mean, obviously midweek I'm pulling from it. <laughs> No, uh, I never open it. So, uh, yeah. anyways, I um, know that was my. I told my mom about it, and she was laughing really hard because it's a really funny story. So, and oh, she sorry. was like, "Why didn't her parents, like, in the practicing version of that, go? I don't think that's the verse she wants you to read at her wedding." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you are currently in a long-term relationship. Have yes. been for how many months now? Six. Six, and it's going well. Yes. Um, who's the better listener in your relationship? Oh, geez. Um, I feel like we're still a little bit in the honeymoon phase. Okay. But <laughs> so, so the answer is both. Yeah. We're so, both uh, so good. Well, I think we go through phases though. Sometimes he's, I don't know, probably him. I'll be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm a good, I'm a pretty good listener and, but I don't, like I have an auditory processing disorder. So sometimes like. Most of our relationships. I don't know what that means. Maybe okay. I have one too, because yeah. I don't so know what that means. I have dyslexia, but it's mostly like um, taking in auditory and like processing that in my brain. Okay. So it's like dyslexia, but yeah. not for reading words, more well, for hearing. Well, sometimes things. it's for reading, but okay. uh, like it shows up a lot when I try and read aloud or like. Okay. So got like it. I have almost zero auditory learning ability. Like if it's not visual, I don't take it in very well okay. all the time. And so like. Like, I have to really, like, visualize things if you tell them to me. Got it. Anyway, so sometimes when... And most of our relationship is talking on the phone because he's gone a lot. How am I just figuring this out, by the way? You listen on my messages and critique my messages every week. <laughs> I know, but I have, like, words in front oh. of me. <laughs> so if I miss the printout, you're just going to be like, no, I, I have no option No, because I can, you. like... I mean, I've overcome it. I've learned yeah, how yeah, to, yeah. like, deal with it. But And it's not severe, but sure. it doesn't... Like, I don't, like, I'm not an auditory learner okay, at all. got it. And so sometimes if I'm, like, listen, just, like, even if I'm listening to podcasts or just, like, listening to him on the phone, I have to exclusively be, like, listening. Yeah. I Like, I can do some, like, I can do dishes or, like, things like that that don't require me to pay attention to them at all. But, like, I cannot read and hear at the same time. Yeah. I cannot, like, I, I have, like, I have to be exclusively listening. Got it. 
Um, so sometimes that is challenging because I don't like always process very well what's happening yeah. when we're on the phone with each other. Um, but I like, I also, I don't know. I have had a lot of like counseling esque training in my job. And so I kind of know how to listen in that context pretty well, but so I, I mean, I'd maybe say him. Yeah. Cause, cause Kylie is definitely the better listener of the two of us. Like I, I can hear, like I mentioned, um, like a lot of times just staying silent cause, and I'm willing to sit through and I understand the value of listening. I want that to be, I want her, I want her to be able to feel like she's being heard in our relationship. And so I'll put myself through that and not, not like I'm like, <laughs> like I'm taking a bullet. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I'm willing to, I'm, I'm willing to I'll put myself through listen. That. Right. Um, but she captures more of, of the conversation at a quicker pace than I do. It takes me a lot longer to get around to it because I think I, I, I filter, I, I do have a better, uh, like filter. I can be down in a room, uh, full of noise with the kids reading a book and be fine. And that's not possible for her. Like Mm -hmm. she just, she's too aware of what's going on with the kids. And, and like, if she's going to read, it's going to be, I need to go on a walk by myself. I need to have some time by myself. I can't do it. I can't do it with other things going on. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I get it. There's like pros and cons to kind yeah. of both of that stuff. And so it's just kind of figuring out the dynamics between that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else? You got your, your note sheet in front of you. Is anything else that stood out to you as uh, something significant? You mentioned some yeah. stuff about James, right? Like uh, just the history. Of- oh, yeah. The history of James is really interesting and in how it wasn't uh, necessarily, it was like the most contentious book as being canonized. Yeah. Um, and how it is like pretty starkly different. Like you mentioned, that's really different than a lot of the other New Testament writings. Absolutely, yeah. And have I you ever just, read it like a collection of sermons? I don't think so. And I, I hadn't really thought about it in, in that sense until doing some of this stuff. And now that I look back at it, I, I think because there's been times that I've read through Paul and I'm trying to track, like, what are you going for here, man? Like, it's there's there it kind of weaves in and out of different things. And that's partly because he's he was talking to a specific group of people with specific problems, and he would go like on one problem, and then sometimes he would go to another problem. And he oftentimes um, uh, probably didn't even write it himself. He would be ha- use what's called an amunesis, which is like I'm going to dictate it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to stand up and I'm going to say something. You write it down. Read that last part back to me. Okay, what I meant to say was this. And so in in kind of delivering in that way, it's no surprise. That you could go say something, then take go you know take a turn, and then be like, oh crap, I needed to come back, and mm-hmm. or I'm trying to weave it back into the thing, so that yeah. that kind of makes sense on it. But James is very different. James feels like this is a set of information. He does a set on the tongue, I, which I, I mentioned, but I didn't go into because we've done a series on that before of taming the tongue, and then he he literally ends it with it is a dangerous weapon, and then he transitions completely and it's like whoa hey wait a second what am i supposed to do with this and james is almost like i don't know man you got a real significant problem here but let's move on to this right and it just feels like somebody goes here's the best you know here's the the best of james here's the classic hits that he used to play and say yeah um from uh from a teaching standpoint Mm -hmm. and uh, here's what they all look like so i i I think it's uh, a decent way if you're if you're traversing through scripture and trying to read it on your own, having some sort of a mindset of what is the what is the point of what's trying to be made. Luke, when he writes Luke or Acts, is trying to convey historical information about Jesus. Paul is trying to uh, t- 
tell a church how to run their operation. James is a collection. I mean, how you read it makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. and I think will help you make sense for those of you who struggle, perhaps, with um, Scripture reading. P- perhaps the best uh, investment of your time would be, if your Bible has it, to read the kind of introduction to the text, if there's a preface to James, or you know, if you have a study Bible, or if you buy a commentary or whatever, invest that time up forefront at, at the forefront, and then kind of have that shape and mm-hmm. and be a lens by which you read the rest of it because I think it'll help make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was an interesting piece for me. And then the other thing that I kind of stood out, which I mentioned in between services, so I'm sure it made um, second service more than first service, but. Um, the people, you said people are only open to change if and only if they feel like they're being properly listened to. Yeah. And I think that's a really like, um, big piece to hearing, uh, cause people don't, if they don't think you're hearing them and understand, like attempting to understand what, where they're coming from and the point they're trying to make, then there's no, there's no room forward and there's no, like, why am I going to waste energy in this process? of potential change on both sides if I don't feel like you understand where I'm coming from right now. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that just kind of piece, like I we talked about in between service, like if you talk to customer service and if you, like those times when you felt really heard by customer service for like a poor experience you had, you go away like still really liking that company and probably using that company again in the future. But those times when you've had really poor experiences with customer service and don't feel like they've listened to you at all, just like dismissing you, you're like, well, never using your company again, you know? Yeah. And that's a really like (laughs) non-personal way of saying that, but it's still really important in terms of understanding why listening is so important, even in just like our day to day, like minuscule interactions with other people. Yep. So I incorporated that into second service and that was all Megan's insight of <laughs> uh, if you've ever been on the phone with somebody and it's just, it's so frustrating. Um, and you're like, I want to talk to a manager and you know, you know that the other person, there's limitations as to what they can do. I mean, literally like they can't refund you. They can't go back and change the experience for you. I know it took you an extra day to get home because of the flight issues that were, were taking place. What do you want this guy to do? Build a time machine and give you your time back? Like you missed a, you missed your kid's recital. You missed your something. We can't do that for mm-hmm. you. I, there's no way to fix it. There's no way to possibly you know, uh, provide you with the reimbursement that would, that would define the value. But in that moment, all you want to do is like, do you understand? At least, at least tell me that you get why I'm frustrated and the best customer service ones can hear it and not necessarily just issue refunds for stuff, but hear you and go, man, I would be frustrated too. If I was going through something like mm-hmm. that, I totally understand your frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just the fact of being heard, it just, it, it, uh, uh it stabilizes the situation. It de- escalates uh, so, sort of the conversation and, and provides reassurance that like, this, all right, this is gonna be all right. We're going to move on. That's life. Life throws curves balls, curveballs. Um, and, uh, so yeah, it's good. I think there's also sometimes situations like in that context too, where you do get the refund, but you don't feel heard and it's not, it's, it's still cheap. It's still, it doesn't feel like you've resolved anything. Yeah. Yeah. You're still not, you still don't feel good about that. And, and bringing it into a more personal way, like, like you can feel 
like you can say your truth to someone, but if you don't feel like they've understood that or taken the time to understand your point of view or your perspective, it doesn't have any sort of influence on what your relationship, well, doesn't have a positive influence on what your relationship like is like going forward. But when you have that, like, yeah, I heard you. And I, this is like how I hear your perspective on that. And I see where you're coming from. And I understand that that's how you feel. Even if I don't agree with you, I understand why you see it that way and how you feel about it. And yeah. that doesn't, that is a place, a positive place to move forward in a relationship and to grow as people trying to do life together. I thought the angle that I took based on that Jordan Peterson quote of two people um, telling each other truth and they both listen mm-hmm. and why counseling is so valuable and so needed and, and um, why people feel better as a, as a result of it is because it's the truth, but it's not just coming, it's not just like I'm paying you to dispense life wisdom to me, right? Counseling is I am getting my truth heard from what uh, I feel like this is what this is how the world makes sense to me, my current status in the world. This is what makes sense to me. And that doesn't come out in maybe one session or two sessions. It, it, it might be a while or mm-hmm. whatever, but over the course of time, I, I genuinely can feel like this person, granted they're being paid to do this, but they're, they're understanding, they're hearing my position. Now having, if I truly believe that they know where I'm coming from, I'm more open to having them and their professional expertise tell me how to move forward. But don't tell me what to do mm-hmm. if you haven't really truly understood where I'm at because I don't... I just don't buy into the validity of your argument. I don't buy into um, the uh, you know efficiency of what you have to say um, mm-hmm. because I, I keep telling myself, well, my situation is different. My situation is different. You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know me. Um, and so that's that's definitely. Um, a I think we do that in our personal relationships too. Hundred like, percent. I remember. So in college, I studied abroad, and. Um, I can be a little bit shy in like new situations sometimes, which no one ever believes, but it's true. And, um, so the, like, uh, study abroad counselor or whatever, he, there was like a specific way I had to do it, which meant I was basically going just by myself without any like group or anything like that. And he told me like, I don't think you're going to be able to do that. And I like, well, it kind of, well, it kind of set off my F you, um, but, <laughs> right. but, <laughs> but Ding. I was like, you don't know me. Right. Like I, I can do this. I, this is how I want to do this is, I want to study abroad. This is how I have to study abroad. You don't know me. You can't tell me what I can and cannot do. We've met three times. Like, how dare you say you think I won't be able to do this? You know? Yeah. And which, yeah, anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I did it and I was like, F you. And <laughs> <laughs> could you define that for yeah. the people who might be listening, but not? Just no, kidding. because I've heard recently that children sometimes listen to this oh, podcast. Oh, boy, so. earmuffs. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it just, it's, so that happens in our personal relationships too. We're not willing to accept advice or expertise from especially about something personal to us from someone who hasn't taken any time to know us yeah, and yeah. know where we're coming from and know why we're motivated to do certain things. So yeah. good. Uh, it's been a really fun series, uh, hopefully insightful for a lot of people on all kinds of different levels, whether you're in a long-term relationship or want to be in one, or just kind of like trying to just keep my head above water, man, going to work, <laughs> going to school, uh, trying to stay out of trouble, yeah, whatever that looks like for you. I hope it's been a fruitful thing. Next week, we finish this whole thing off. 
uh, week four communion together, all that good stuff. So hopefully you can make it out. And if you missed uh, any of the, the weeks, he already got the video up. Like it's the fastest what? turnaround that I've ever seen from Chris. He actually did it like last night. Uh, so, I mean, there have been weeks where we don't get the video from last Sunday until like Saturday night, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, like the of the next week or whatever. But um, this one's up quick. So uh, hopefully uh, nice. maybe he was like, people need to hear this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I don't know. But all right, uh, good uh, stuff. Let's jump into yeah. our uh, something interesting. This is the part of the episode um, where <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a commercial. Uh, the part of the episode where Brent and Megan talk about something that they found interesting, whether we read yeah. it, uh, experienced it, watched it, whatever. Megan, yeah. you want to go first? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, so I am working on this project right now for school where I have to make a little like engineering process thing. If that's not important, but uh, in the process of doing that, I ended up looking up uh, like carpet sweepers. You know what a carpet sweeper is? It's that like silent, powerless thing. We have one in the nursery. Oh, yes. Yeah. They yes. have them in restaurants a lot. Yep. So I ended up looking that up and I found the patent for it, like the original patent for it, which it was made by, it was patented by Bissell. And basically, it was patented in like the late 1800s and it's basically the same as it was then. But the coolest part of it is that I realized you can look up like patents and see like original drawings and original like, oh, yeah. layouts and all of that stuff. And I just thought that was really cool to be able to read an original patent. From, search, search patents. Yeah. From... And like look it up and see what, like what different was, things how did are. you find the website? What's the website? Uh, well, it's like us patent, dot gov or something like it's like uspot i think is what it is dot gov okay um i found it through wikipedia but like because i was like oh wikipedia and then it had a link to the patent of the bissell thing and so yeah of the carpet sweeper nice but that was my that's my something interesting go, go look up some patents so and... if you're feeling nerdy and yeah <laughs> historical, exactly right <laughs> I'll pick uh, up some patents. I'll I'll piggyback on the feeling nerdy and historical. I've got two <laughs> I've got two small things. Okay. Neither of them are like super huge, but um both things that I found interesting. One is a brand new um semi-historical show on uh on HBO that is, is coming out called Chernobyl. It's out. The first episode is out. Um and it's about the nuclear thing at, in Russia that kind of did the whole uh, you know, um uh, overheat, what do they call it? Nuclear whatever. Yeah. Um and I think for us, for those of us who live in the Tri-Cities, at the <laughs> largest nuclear plant mm -hmm. in America, right, um, this is, uh, um, it's it's pretty close to home in terms of, like, what could have happened, mm -hmm. not what did happen, but what could have happened in that time frame where they're dealing with stuff that they, they're dealing with a, a form of energy that they really didn't know fully what they were to do, which is why they just dumped it in the ground, yeah. and now we're still cleaning it up all these years later. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's a great show for everybody, but if you live in the Tri-Cities, how do you not... How are you not interested in, in this kind of thing? And so I was talking to uh, a buddy over the weekend who works out at the site um, and was had done had read some books and and had got some interest. Hadn't seen the new show, but had done had seen some. Um, well, and their training as as well, like the train the safety trainers for Hanford would come and talk about Chernobyl and some of the things that they overlooked or some of the things that they bypassed in order to do it, and all of the different like the different metric systems that they're doing, the different all the different different measurements of things, and just how they uh, how things were in place, but decisions were made to kind of bypass those things and how it got completely out of hand, and, mm -hmm. and now we're left with this 
like even worse. I mean, worse cleanup than, than us, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to be checking it out. I've not seen the show. I cannot vouch for it. Yeah. Uh, there, there might be nudity all over the place. I have no idea. <laughs> so don't hold me to it, but it's on my queue. It's on my list yeah. of things that I'm interested Is it like in fictional? checking it out. Like historical fiction kind so of? So kind of. Okay. It, it, it appears to be like a, a show like based on a true story is uh, basically okay, kind yeah. of what I'm thinking. It's not a documentary. Okay. Um, it's a show, but, um, uh, obviously there should be some, some massive history stuff in that. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, cause documentaries are great, but like a show that's a documentary, I don't know how I feel about like multiple episodes. Like, like give me one shot at it, give me an hour of it. And that's probably what I can take. This feels mm-hmm. a little bit more like there's some storylines in, involved in it. So anyways, that's going to be on my radar. Uh, the other thing that's currently on my radar is that the bachelorette premieres tonight. <laughs> it was just like the total swing in the opposite how is direction. That historical. <laughs> There's a historical <laughs> fiction involved in uh, in this show. There's a fiction involved like, well, in Well, it's fiction because it's ab- about, quote unquote, love and finding, quote unquote, finding the, the, the right person and finding love. Uh, Here for the right reasons. We, my wife and I have been in and out of the Bachelor, Bachelorette universe. As have and I. And she just let me know that we are back in. Oh, so okay. tonight we're back in. <laughs> I, I'm slightly concerned because we why were, are you back in? We were in, we were in for the Bachelorette, which is one girl with like 30 guys, uh-huh. and then we were out for the Bachelor, with the, which is one girl with 30 girls, and now we're back in for uh-huh. the Bachelorette. Like I'm starting uh-huh. to figure out the system and the pattern here. Yeah. I'm okay with it though. I love the drama. For me, the drama <laughs> is fantastic. We're just finishing up. Uh, like a survivor thing. And so mm-hmm. like this whole reality, this is as, as much reality TV, reality, quote unquote reality yeah. TV as I can handle. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, the reason we, the reason we're back in uh, is primarily, honestly, because there's a podcast that we love called the Popcast, and they do a bachelor, uh, bachelorette, excuse me, recap episode each week. And that is more fun than the episode. Now yeah. I typically, I, last year I didn't even watch the episodes. I just I just listened to the the recaps and they were fantastic. But they obviously they mean so much more when you're able to kind of follow and watch it and then and then hear yeah, Jamie sure. and Knox talk about it. So um, my recommendation is to search on iTunes uh, after you get l- done listening to this podcast or this podcast. Search <laughs> the podcast with Knox and Jamie. Um, I t- episode two ninety six, two ninety seven. One of those two. One of the most recent ones. I think it was this last week or the week prior. Um, is their Bachelorette preview episode. And if nothing else, listen to that one. The rest of them you have to kind of sign up for and do some things on. But that one is fantastic. Um, and it goes through and they they talk based on first impressions. All they've seen is a picture of the guy with the name on it. And, they're, and they judge who he well and then it says uh his occupation yeah yeah his, uh, which is always uh, account account executive all over the place yeah. which means not entrepreneur yeah entrepreneur <laughs> they're all account executives and entrepreneurs it's amazing uh or so, former athlete <laughs> yeah and i would have made it if it wasn't for this bum knee um it's so fantastic to to in in the pictures this year they look like olin mills church photos from old oh, church really? directories they like I don't know if like the Bachelorette like cut uh, like funding or like the intern that day just did not get the memo um, because they, they were like a church directory. exceptionally bad, exceptionally bad. <laughs> Since then, they've actually redone the photos oh. and made them 10 times better. But the audio recap was based on the original first uh-huh. horrible pictures, which only makes the uh, the content even that yeah. much more 
It makes hilarious. you think someone at The Bachelorette listens to the podcast. <laughs> Prepare to laugh. No question about it. Prepare to laugh. So uh, if you want humor, uh, Bachelorette and Bachelorette recaps through Knox and Jamie. If you want like, oh, crap, everywhere that I live and everyone that I love could be gone in a moment, watch Chernobyl. So those are your two options. Those are your two options. Very wide on the spectrum this week. Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. You can find us on the socials. I'm at Brent Johnson. At Meg Bojan. There were a lot of cat posts this weekend. Yeah, cats. <laughs> Lots of them. <laughs> keeping you busy. Keeping yeah. you on your toes. Yeah. They were helping me with my school project. Yeah. Which means playing with my school project. Oh, I can't wait to watch. <laughs> it's just pictures. <laughs> okay. <but laughs> Sounds good. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next week uh, for another episode of Say Something Interesting. Bye.